When you're running from one thing to the next, it can feel like your kids' activities are consuming all of your time. But you've got to take time to recharge and stay healthy in the long run. I'm John Fuller, along with Dr. Danny Huerta, who heads up the Focus on the Family Parenting Department. And Danny, it just seems like, especially since COVID, there Mm. are so many parents burning out and just barely making it. Do you have any stats or reference points to help us uh, recognize that, oh, actually what we're seeing is true? Yeah, in a recent survey from the Ohio State University, uh, and actually looking at the burnout post-COVID, they found that about 66% of parents are struggling with, with burnout, especially mm-hmm. working parents, and more likely with moms than with dads. Mm-hmm. And we can uh, kind of theorize as to why, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, they've, they've said that parents that are struggling with either anxiety mm-hmm. or having kids that are struggling with anxiety and ADHD are more likely to be feeling that burnout in, in, in a big way. Yeah. Well, we're going to listen now to a conversation a little bit more about burnout and how to prevent it. It's Ashley Willis uh, talking with Focus President Jim Daly. Ashley has four kids, and she talked about uh, something that can indeed lead to burnout in your parenting journey. Uh, you've identified four peace pirates, these things yes. that rob our joy and rob us of the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are they? All right. They are mommy martyrdom, which is a big one, and we can talk a little bit yeah, about let's that go if ahead you want. And let's hit it. All right. So this is one where I remember when I was writing this book and explaining it to my friends, just kind of seeing what they thought about this. Uh, it was one that, that at first as mothers, we're like, we don't do that. But I actually, I based these four peace pirates on an actual survey that I did with 300 moms okay. because I wanted to see what are the tendencies? Is it just my opinion or is this a tendency for most mothers? And this is from mothers of all walks of life with all different age kids, married and unmarried. And so, this is mommy martyrdom. Yes. So what does that this mean? This was a big one. So mommy martyrdom is basically when we end up making our kids an idol and we actually kind of neglect ourselves to the point of like being a martyr, that we are, are kind of hanging on the cross for our kids, so to speak, right? So how do you and, know if you're doing that? Well, like you're never getting the amount of sleep you need ever. And it's not because you can't, because it's a crazy season or whatever, but because you're just, it's always for the kids. You're choosing, you're choosing those things. Exactly. You're neglecting yourself. If your marriage is always on the back burner, if you're a married person and it's always like, but the kids, but the kids, is they become like your your excuse all the time. Okay, yeah, and you yeah. and you tell yourself it's because the kids that we have a bad marriage, but really you look at your spouse and you're like, it's just because we haven't talked in so many years about anything but the kids, yeah. right? And you're not investing the time. I think too, uh, just when it's really all of your thoughts. Okay, and I know this is going to step on some toes, but literally all your thoughts are surrounding your kids, and to the point of being fearful of the future, to the point of anxiety, mm. it, it's making your kids an idol. And they're not supposed to be God in our life. And, and I think that so many times they become that. Well, you, you're describing what many dis- talk about, which is a child-centric family as opposed yes. to a marriage-centric family exactly. with kids in the home. Exactly. It's a much better way to describe mm-hmm. it. It is. Okay, so that's mommy martyrdom. And yes. I, I think a lot of moms will identify with that. They're trying to do the best job they can do. Absolutely. But there is a point at which you need to reach a better equilibrium. Mm. Right. Is that a fair way to say that? That's a great way to say it because I do think sometimes with mothers in particular, that we see it more with moms than with dads. Yeah, and that's why pour I talk out, about pour it. Out, pour it out, is. pour out. It is. And we want, we so bad want to be good moms. We want yeah. to lead our kids in the right way. But I think sometimes we end up trying to, to live vicariously through them sometimes and fulfill parts of our life that the child is not even supposed to fill. That's where we see codependent relationships that, that really don't, not only don't serve us well, but really set our kids up for issues later on. And sure. so it's 
important in this book. I say this because I myself have struggled with each and every one right, of these peace of pirates. But we've, we've got to make sure that, that we have God first. And then if we're married, then our marriage, then our children. We have to keep things in, yeah. in biblical alignment and just not, not put – it's really – it's putting a lot of pressure on ourselves, but also on our children, yeah. because we're looking at them to just to be our whole life. And yes, we as mothers make sacrifices for our kids. Absolutely. We as parents do. This is part of being a parent, but we're not supposed to put them as an idol where we're just living for them. Well, Danny, I appreciate what Ashley said about how moms shouldn't be making an idol of their children. And I think moms intuitively get how they can kind of slide that direction. Let's talk about dads. What are some idols that dads might struggle with as parents, and how do we overcome those? Well, I've, I've also seen dads idolize their kids as well. So it's not like, like dads are immune yeah, to that. Yeah, it's not an either or. Right. I would say that work is a big one for dads. Uh, I know this is within parenting, but it does affect parenting. Mm-hmm. Where they want success. There's a, an idol for, for, for money, for things, to accumulate things. And I've, I've seen that with many families. And I've seen another one, which is exercise. Uh, there's an idol of exercise in, in developing the top athletes in the world, right? Uh, some, some dads get very hyper-focused on that. And so we need to watch that as dads. What is it that we are pursuing alongside of our kids and idolizing, whether it's them or whether there are other things that are impacting our home. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it has to do with balance. How can we balance out our pursuit and figuring out, is it out of fear? Is it out of insecurity? Is it out of uh, what, right? We need to ask those questions yeah. as, we, as we do our parenting as dads. Many of these things are really good. Work, money, success, exercise. They're not bad things mm-hmm. until they become idols. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think we all have to just be quiet with God and ask, and then listen to the signs around us. For instance, uh, when you mentioned exercise, it wasn't that I was trying to be a world-class athlete, but we have a colleague who years ago got me into marathoning, and I would go for a four-hour run on Saturday mornings to mm-hmm. get ready for a marathon, and I ran a few. At one point, Dina said, could you f- like find a hobby that we could do with you instead of this running thing? Because mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of time you're devoting to these races and to preparation. And we'd like to be a part of it, but I just can't, we got four kids, I can't do that with you. Mm -hmm. So uh, dads take note. It might feel like you're providing or giving safety to your family. It might feel like you're taking care of yourself and you need this mental space, but check out what you're doing and why and show up for your kids. Don't let something be a barrier to you pouring into your children while you have them in the home. Now, we've got a parenting website full of great resources for you as a mom or a dad. Um, We've got the seven traits of effective parenting. Danny, uh, that's a mindset. It's a framework. It's a book. Mm. Tell us real quick about the seven traits. Yeah, it's a way to balance uh, sensitivity, warmth, and care for your kids as well as guidance and being able to put boundaries for your kids. And that's research-backed and also biblically-based. It's a way to show up to the invitation to create very healthy momentums, and to create a steadfast home. Okay, so you're going to find out all about the seven traits of effective parenting uh, when you click the link in the show notes, and that'll take you to a variety of resources. Also in the clip, Jim and Ashley uh, talked about mommy martyrdom, and uh, that's the first of several peace pirates that Ashley identifies. Um, That's taken from her book, Peace Pirates, Conquering the Beliefs and Behaviors that Steal Your Treasure in Motherhood. 
Uh, we've got that available for you, and we'd invite you uh, to make a generous donation to the ministry of Focus on the Family today. Uh, support this podcast. Help us make other shows possible to encourage parents to help you and your family thrive in Christ. Uh, donate today, and we'll send that book to you. The details are in the show notes. Next time, we'll hear from perennial favorite Dr. Kathy Cook uh, talking about how to make progress as a parent even when life isn't perfect. I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. As a parent, it's easy to find myself sitting backseat to my kids in the backseat. It's tough to be a step ahead. In full honesty, I'm pretty hard on myself when that happens. But I've found Practice Makes Parent, a podcast from Focus on the Family, hosted by Dr. Danny Huerta and Rebecca St. James. It helps me be more intentional and not feel alone when things get tough. Everything they share is practical and well-practiced, and I can use it right away. Listen to Practice Makes Parent wherever you get your podcasts.